Uh, how do we start this again? Oh! You know what we should talk about? When we start the show? Which isn't yet, but will be soon? Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. Yeah, That's we should a good probably idea. do that, because we're trying to be professionals. You want to do that right now? Let's do that right now. Okay. So, um, before we start the show... Yeah, no, before we start the show. Do we want to do it before the show? This whiskey's great, by the way. What do you call it? <laughs> Jack Daniels. Oh, okay, great. Fantastic. Um, so before we start the show officially, guys, we do want to let you know, um, the media lunch break is going to be coming to Comic-Con this year. New York Comic-Con. The New York Comic-Con this year. Yeah. <laughs> I think San Diego I, Comic-Con already happened. It did, yeah. and that's why I was assuming that they would know that we're not going to be in Well, there are other Comic-Cons. Like, there's right. actually one happening in Jersey for that I was looking at called, like, the Superhero Superfest Convention, and it's like... That's... I mean, I, that I th- sounds awesome. I thought about getting us tickets. They're $18 each. It's coming up, like, next week or something, and their biggest speaker is some, like co-star of fear the walking dead oh that's hilarious (laughs) i know that's amazing um we are coming to the new york comic-con this this year at the javits center uh we're gonna be there um all four days i might only be there three days yeah well we will have a stand-in representative we will we will in some way yeah the podcast will be represented Representative? Wow. Let me take over. So yeah, this please. is this will be um, it's all four days, which is the fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth. That's Thursday through Sunday. I'm definitely going to be there all four days. We'll be bringing all sorts of people as well because we we you know we have a we have our posse. We have connections. Yeah, that's right. Damn it. Yep. Um. So keep an eye out for us. We'll be keeping an eye out. We're going to be you. giving out tons of gifts. We are even for people out. who've never heard of us. Absolutely. We're going to be playing because uh, we have more gifts than fans. Yes. We're going to be playing some games. Uh. We're gonna. We don't have a booth. We're gonna be kind of roaming the, roaming the floor, heading to some panels, finding people. Yeah. Um. We're gonna be giving like Andrew said. We're gonna be giving out some free stuff. Um. Both at Comic Con, and we're gonna give you a chance to win bigger free stuff. Uh, that we're going to send you uh, through several challenges and games and contests and things like that. So keep an eye out for us uh, if you're listening and you're attending the New York Comic Con. Those days again are October what, Andrew? 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th. 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, and we'll keep an eye out for you. And nice. now on with the show? On with it. Ah, yeah, everybody. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news, all the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and have a Jack and Coke. My name is Chris Treble. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. One of my favorite jokes is Dave Attell, who says that the great thing about Jack Daniels is when you drink Jack, you don't know where you're going to be waking up, but you know you won't be wearing any pants. It's true fact. In (laughs) fact, I'm not wearing any right now. Um, So, boys and girls, children of all ages, um few years ago we got a tv series called daredevil something that we looked forward to and ever since that day they've been building towards another tv series luke cage luke cage and even after that series there was another television series that they told us about called the defenders yep because we skip over iron fist yes we do um that series has come and gone i guess well, it's not really gone. You can watch it anytime you want. Who gave you this position I don't know. on a podcast? I took it myself. <laughs> and I'm squandering it. With, I'm just drunk with power. And liquor. And liquor. But mostly liquor. And so... Um, we, I, I just finished The Defenders not too long ago. You've watched all of The Defenders? Yes. We have not gotten a chance to talk about this at all. No, we haven't. Um, I think... Again, with these series, I do like to give a little time because, you know, life happens. And so sometimes yeah. people don't have just a weekend to binge yeah, watch yeah. it, even well, if it is just it's good episodes. to sit on it as well. Something like The Defenders, it's, um, I mean, we'll get into it a little bit. But right. my, my basic uh, feeling on it is that it is a mediocre show with a nice, crispy, crunchy, chocolatey shell. 
So like when I first mm. saw it, I was like, yeah. And then the more that I thought about it, I, it, it got away from yeah. me. Yeah, you know what? I, I'm kind of with you on it. Okay, so real quick before we really delve in, um, try... All right, try and tell me the what the plot, the basic plot of the Defenders is. Sure. Uh, so the basic plot is that the Hand, mm-hmm. who we know from previous uh, series, yes, is attempting to take pieces of something you don't know what it is at first from underneath the city. Although this is all stuff that I mean, spoilers. Yeah, we're just going to say spoilers throughout. Um, So they're trying to take uh, dragon bones? (laughs) Dragon bones. From the structure underneath the city. And if they take those, it will allow them to live forever. Right. Or at least an extremely extended amount of time until they run out of the dragon bones bones that they need. But if they do that, they will greatly limit the structural integrity of the support underneath the city which will cause all of new york city to collapse and it is up to someone right to stop them uh we just happen to by chance be given um these four unlikely heroes who are all trying to find the problem the the source of all of the problems in their individual areas right from previous series luke cage and jessica jones iron fist and daredevil um, and uh, all happen to be caused by the hand, and they all lead to the same address where all four of our unlikely heroes meet and come together in order to, to face fight. this yeah, okay. this organization. So, I, I I'm kind of with you. I kind of like that that summary of, of how you felt about the defenders. Yeah, the, like chocolate coating and. It's, and now I've lost it. But you know, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. not not really much in there. It's probably like a meatball with chocolate coating. <laughs> Tastes That's, good at first. That actually sounds delicious. No, you are wrong. Um, I could go for a meatball. And wait, that's not the point. I could meatball a gopher. Oh, yeah. Mm, probably a little gamey, though. But not bad. <laughs> if baked correctly. With the proper spices. What is, is there a dog fight going, outside, going on outside your apartment? I heard you say meatballs. Mm, meatballs. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you on this as far as the Defenders... Uh, the first, it's eight episodes long, um, which I'm more than happy with. I'm the opposite. See, I think they switched it. I think every series before this one should have should been be eight. eight episodes. We should have had four episodes of of them coming together. Right. And then eight episodes or seven episodes or whatever of them dealing with the task at I hand. think if they had altered, not even altered the plot, but done something slightly different with it, I'd be with you. The, the thing was... Here's the thing about the Defenders for me. It's the first three episodes I was intrigued. Um, they didn't give... The one good thing that they do is they know how to kind of string you along in a in a good way and yeah. not give up all the information up front. And then you're just waiting for your characters to catch up with you. Yeah. Which is great. I was, First episode I got done, I was like, yeah, I want to jump right into the second episode. Second episode I got done, I was like, yeah, okay. You know what? I do want to give the third episode a watch. And then by the third episode, I was like, get fucking on with it already. Because here's my thing. They don't... um, They try and keep everything mysterious. But they keep it so vague that I stopped caring maybe like midway to three quarters of the way through. It's amazing that you bring up that exact thing. Third episode, mm-hmm. I literally watched it three times before I got all the way through it without falling asleep. Right. I literally fell asleep twice. Right. And then one morning I got up extra early and I was like, I'm going to be awake. Right. Because uh, I was worried that it was just, you know, I'd been watching it at like 11 o'clock at night sure. on days that I'd been doing a lot of work and maybe I'm just tired. But I realized that episode yeah. makes no sense. Which episode is episode three? So episode three is the one where they actually all come together. Where they all follow it's their the clues. One, is it the one before the Chinese restaurant episode? Probably, yeah. Okay. It's it's the it's one... It's the hallway scene. Yes, the end, right? yes. Okay. Where they all meet at this place with Sigourney Weaver. Yes. They fight a little bit, Electra's there, and then they run off. Right. That last scene is really good. Yes. And it almost makes the episode worth it. But nothing in that episode makes any damn sense. Yes. There's no reason for them to, to all meet at the same time in the same place. Um, stuff like... And it's mostly just little things. Like little things like when Luke Cage goes to the mom of the kid who is in jail 
for for committing a crime or whatever that was right. clearly caused by this company, right. uh, the hand. When she goes there, or when he goes to meet her, he says, "Here, your son wanted you to have these lottery tickets," and she says, "Oh, just put them in that box up there. I can't reach it, so he always puts it up there." And I was like, "Let me get this straight. <laughs> you guys are super poor, right?" He just buys you lottery tickets that you never use. Right. You don't touch them. Right. And he just puts them in a box. Right. Here's the tr- here's the crazier part. When Luke Cage goes to put them in the box, there's a wad of cash with a parking ticket. Why did he put the wad of drug money and the parking ticket in with the lottery tickets? I think that's because the mom he knows it's a place the mom never goes. Why would he put the But if she wanted to look at the lottery tickets? Right. But then she would knows, get but someone. The knows he, he, well, then put it in a floorboard yeah, or something. Yeah, you know, like that's saying. you know she might at some point want to look right, at them. Right. Um. So that alone like doesn't make any sense. And then there's stuff with like Daredevil and like sometimes he can hear people and sometimes he can't. Right. Like Jessica Jones is right behind him at one point and yes. he doesn't realize it. Yeah. Weird stuff like that that just doesn't it just doesn't work. And then not even to mention that like. The Iron Fist is just such a piece of shit. I and that's the thing. And listen, I'm not. I don't want to harp on this point because I think everyone is in agreement on it. And really, you can just go back to us ripping apart the Iron yeah. Fist series to because it's all all of the same problems carries over a little bit. Yeah. The only relief you get from it is because you have now three characters who have had series of their own and are pretty well established. They can really call him. On all of his bullshit. I don't think which they do it really enough. Refreshing. Yeah, it was. Yeah. That being said, you know, there's still a big problem. The big problem with the Iron Fist is that it makes no damn sense that he can't just summon the Iron Fist. And and in in some ways in this series it makes even less sense because um, he's like, oh, it's Chi. That's how I summon 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 it, and. Jessica Jones goes, no, you don't. Yeah. Like, no, no, it's, it's not. not. Yeah. And listen, I can you can make an argument that Jessica Jones doesn't know what she's talking about and she's just calling bullshit just because she's that's how she is. But Stick comes in yeah. and he's like, I summon the Iron Fist through Chi. And Stick goes, no, you don't. Yeah. And at that point you go, well, somebody fucking tell him how he does this. Yeah. And that way he... And like, I know that Stick in the end, there's a twist with Stick and he turns out to, you know kind of have more selfish motivations. Right. And so maybe there's no reason to sh- for him to show this. But what I really wanted from Stick is for the for him to have a scene with the Iron Fist where the Iron Fist is like, I summon this through Chi and it takes a lot to do it. And da, da, da. And he's like, do you want to know how to do this so you can just do it whenever you want? Because I can show you that in like 30 seconds. Because Stick seems like the type of guy who would know how to do that. Or at minimum, you know, you, you need a moment with just the two of them it, the part so there's a part where he goes to kill uh, Danny Rand right. the Iron Fist really I just a quick end result to that thought is I just wanted them to fix that problem and you could have done it well, like, at any point no here's how you fix that problem when when Stick says no you don't have Danny Rand go okay how and he doesn't have oh, to answer yeah but that fix like there's that's the biggest problem with Iron Fist the series is that there's a lot of like there are a lot of times when you're like, wait, why isn't he asking about this other thing? Why, yeah. You know, why why aren't they bringing this up? Yeah. Why isn't he telling them the story about his dead parents? Like, right. what is good that, that would solve everything in this one little thing? Yeah. Um, you know, and, and stuff with Stick. Like, it would be what would really sell that moment of Stick trying to kill Danny Rand mm-hmm. is um, if they had a moment where where maybe stick is meditating right. maybe right before instead of making luke cage pass out maybe he's lighting the sulfur and getting everything ready to right. do what he was doing right. when he makes luke cage pass out and he's sitting and talking and danny rand comes over and is like it's my chi i know what i'm doing right. and instead stick gives him some very calm meditative wisdom right uh that's very eastern and very um yeah uh, ambiguous you'd sum it up in like a fortune cookie like phrase but even even maybe a minute's worth of a monologue right that's like you know it comes from who you are as a person it's right. not she it's not it's not some physical thing that you can think of it's who you are it's exactly. what what you deserve and where you belong and we can go through that whole thing and have danny it, it might even you could even make a, a joke out of it by having danny go is that true? And he can go, no, nah, I'm just stalling until you pass out. And then right. it just falls over. Right, right, right. Um, you know, at least then... Yeah, it, there it, are things you can do. At yeah, least then and, it brings it up. And that's what up. I mean. I was looking for just even one sentence where... 
Like, hell, you could simplify it. And he's like, I summon it through my chi. And Stick just goes, do you? Oh, sure. Like, and it fall, have and, you ever and questioned it? all that it? does is unlock the mind. You can just say, yeah, have you questioned it? That's have, a very are easy you sure? thing to do. And, and all it has to do is unlock the mind. And then, like, but then that would create something really interesting where two episodes down the line, yeah. they're like, well, this guy's great, but he can only summon the... the Iron Fist right. like once every hour and he's like not anymore right. and he just fucking lights up and starts He can only crazy. summon the Iron Fist when the writers need him to. Right, exactly. Um, I, I wanted to say as well that uh, the the uh, the baffling stupidity of hey, whatever you do, don't go to this door because the Iron Fist opens the door right. and then he's like, fuck you, I'm going to the door. Yeah, it, it, I think... Making, and then uses the Iron Fist. I Here's what I think was interesting and i don't mean interesting even in a bad way if you can consider interesting in a bad way but the one thing the parallel i did notice that at first i was on board for and then slowly it just annoyed the crap out of me is marvel has this interesting pattern of with their teams taking kind of the weakest link of all of them and Mm -hmm. trying to make that the crux of their team so with the avengers you had Loki be the main villain. Right. Thor, of those four movies, mm. I would argue is kind of the weakest or the... Not even the weakest, but kind of the most obscure and uninteresting. He, he, well, certainly with Loki, he is the weakest emotionally. Right. He can't... He couldn't kill Loki. Right. You know, the others could no, if they I'm had the chance. No, but I'm saying, like, of the four movies, like, the one I would want to repeat watch the least is probably Thor and they took mm. that villain and that storyline and, oh, and made that the crux of well, which their is, biggest which movie. is funny too because the the hero of the Avengers who has the biggest character flaws right. is Tony Stark right. who and, ends up saving the day right but what but also like they didn't take you know they didn't take the red skull or they didn't take right. um uh, Obadiah Stane and, right. and make him make them the villain, the main villain, right. which would be the logical choice. They chose Loki, yeah, um, for from the movie that probably did the. I mean, it made money, yeah. but it did the worst, the worst. of the four. Yeah, of the certainly. Four. And so they made the Iron Fist easily the weakest one of those four characters right. in the series. They made him the Crocs, and at first it was like, okay. I'm on board with this. Like, let's strengthen. Well, especially we after we've gotten up. the series of the Iron Fist, where we have we hated. Cle- yeah, we yeah, exactly. We hated him. Yeah, and make, that's what I'm saying. I was, he I was is like, an okay, idiot. Okay, we'll make him the crux of the good series, and right. that'll build him up, right. and that's great. And then halfway through, I was like, I still don't like him, yeah. and it's because I don't know what the fuck is going on in this series. Yeah. Uh, three episodes in, they're playing it mysterious, and I was like, Yeah, I want to keep going with this. Yeah. They're like, we have to get the. I forget what they call it. That keeps them alive. Oh, there's um, a word that they keep using. I want to say material, substance, material. It's something very generic. Yeah, it's the same word they use in Voltron, but I can't remember what it is. Um, but it's something. But like whatever that. it is, uh, like I was into it, and then after a while, they never really, like they said about the the dragon bones. Yeah. For the last episode, and I'm not even, but. Like, if you hadn't told me that, I still didn't quite get that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. didn't get that the dragon bones are the things that keep in the... Also, you're That's... building a tunnel. Right. And they keep talking about wanting to go to Kunlun. Yes. So, I think this is also where it fell apart for me. Um, you have a, an antagonist who says they want two different things. And they never... They never tell me which one is more important to them right? or why they're equally important or how they connect to each other. They're just like, oh, we need to get back to Kunlun. And there's a door. There's a We built a deep tunnel and now there's a door that only the Iron Fist can unlock. Right. So logically, my mind goes, oh, well, that door unlocks a pathway to Kunlun. Yeah, that's what a lot of right? people thought. And then they unlock it and then there's dragon bones there. And then they're like, oh, this is the essence. This is how we stay the alive essence. forever. That was it. Is it? Okay. I think so. They're like, this is the essence. This is how we stay alive forever. And if we dig all these out, um, New York will collapse. And I'm like, wait, what? When did that become Yeah, why? How after? did they get there? What happened? I don't understand. That seems very strange. Um, also, and this is, again, I just watched the last episode earlier today, so it's fresh in my mind. But um, that last episode actually pissed me off a lot. Because... 
the four defenders, I'm sorry, the three remaining defenders, because Iron Fist is already down there. Right. But the three remaining defenders go down in that elevator, walk in, fight a bunch of people who are really no match for them. Right. And then fuck off. Not one point does anybody go, are these fucking dragon bones? Yeah. What the fuck are these things? Which is the whole point of the defenders. Yeah. No one the whole point of the Defenders it. is it's supposed to be the group of people who are much more realistic, which is why you get like Jessica Jones, who's like, "Shut the fuck up!" Right? You know? No one looked around and went, "What the? What is this?" Yeah. Like they have again, they had an opportunity to really bring out the mysticism, yeah. and make something really cool, and they don't. Like they just barely hinted dragons. Yeah, I, I I still have a problem as well with the fight scenes that like yeah. they're really beautiful and they do a great job with Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, but Iron Fist and Daredevil still fight the exact same way, yes. and we need more like wushu kung fu of you know Danny, Danny Rand running across the room and doing a flying jump kick, right. you know, as opposed to just like a spinning roundhouse or something yeah. that would be a more also again move. Danny Rand should be a much better fighter than he is. Yeah, no, that's true. Like, way um, better. He shouldn't really need the Iron Fist, right. for the most part. But one thing I will say that I really liked, so I was worried, especially after I saw them start to fight together, I was like, these two are going to look exactly the same. They're both wearing suits, like a white suit with a black tie. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Or a white shirt with a black tie, and I was like, uh, they're going to, and they have basically the same fighting style. They're going to yeah. get really easily mixed up. But the direction is really good at, like, putting them next to each other. Charlie Cox, or um, Matt Murdock, rather, is so... Like, when he's fighting or when he's, like, in ready mode, he's, like, hunched over and his fists are clenched. Oh, yeah. And his shoulders are tense and he's breathing hard. And he looks like a... More like a Wolverine-style character. He looks like a boxer. Well, he He looks looks like like his dad taught him. Well, no, no. My point, though, is that he looks a lot like a Wolverine-type character who's, like, dirty and gritty and he's ready for anything. Whereas Iron Fist is always just sort of composed yes. and collected, yeah. which is an interesting choice. I wish that would come out more in both of their fighting styles. Yeah. Um, I wish that we never had to see Iron Fist like struggle. I wish we could just see him be water and loose and flexible. And yes. he's just like, oh, you're doing that maneuver. Well, I'll do this instead. Yeah. Um, and Charlie Cox, Matt Murdock is much more of the like gritty, I'm going to pummel everything to death right. sort of I've, You person. know what? To add on to that, I think it'd be great to see... So Daredevil is fighting, and he's an excellent fighter, and he's trained very well. Um, but it's like um, someone doing a choreographed dance, and then an even better dancer coming in and improving around that person. Right. So like Matt Murdock is fighting, is is fighting, um, and um, I almost said Finn Jones. Finn Jones, the actor, just comes in and starts yep, kicking yep. ass. <laughs> um, and the Iron Fist. Is like is observe it can observe him in the fight and then kind of join up but maneuver around him. So right. you get the sense that Daredevil never has to change his style right. and can't really because yeah. he doesn't know anything yeah. else. And the other guy can do circles around him, right. but sort it of looks fill, like in the, a, fill in the empty fill in spots. The, and, and, yeah, fill in all the negative space. Um, and it doesn't look like showing up, and it doesn't look like beating. It's just like an elegant. Almost yeah. ballet together. Um, but the the reason I bring that up is um, to just point out that the direction of the Defenders is really good. It is. And it's the... Some of the choreography and all of the writing that's the worst. Yeah. The writing is really bad. Yeah. For the most part. Uh, yeah. There are good... Like I said, there are good twists and turns in this. And I, I respect what I... I think what they were trying to do, and that's not show their t- their hand too early. And I think that's a trap that could have they could have easily fallen into. And so I will applaud them for trying to avoid that. That being said, they actually did their job too well. Yeah. To the point that by episode six, I still don't know what they're go- what they're getting at. Right. And there was no twist or turn to it. Well, we didn't even have them as the defenders. I mean. It- until for, like episode four. And that is halfway through the season. Right. The and, I, and you know what? I was fine. Again, I was fine with that. But that being said, once you get them together, you need to make a turn for something else. Like some. So, you know, people. People hate the series Lost for a lot of legitimate reasons. And one of the biggest ones is that it asked a lot of questions. And for every question, it. It answered, it asked two more. But what was great about that, what kept that going, 
and what kept it simulating is that it at least twisted some way. It took a turn. Right. It didn't go in one direction the whole time. And that's what kept it interesting. Whether you hated that after a while or not, that is what kept that stimulating. Right. And this does the exact opposite. And this is where it got boring is that it set up, you know, five questions. What, are they, what does the hand want? You, how are these people going to come together? How are these people going to defeat the hand? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then it never answered those five questions right. and and asked another set of five questions. Right. If you have eight episodes, by episode four, answer those five, ask me another five. See, I, I actually think one thing that would have helped really fix the show is make it 12 episodes and take four episodes to establish them as defenders, right. but really make it make sense. Yes. Solidify concretely with no plot holes right how they all come to the same place and that's why i said if if they had done that and yeah. if they had answered these questions right and then given me new questions right i'd be like let's do 13 episodes and and that's sort of a similar way that punisher or not punisher um daredevil season two happened where we had like the first half or, right. or maybe the first third was the punisher, punisher. arc and then electric the, and then the electric no, no, i think it's exactly half well no i think it was a third because was we it? had punisher and then we had electra and then we had punisher, punisher and electra and electra yeah you know, oh, then we had the main yeah, arc yeah. so it was like four episodes four right. episodes four episodes even luke cage yeah you know they had halfway through cottonmouth died right yes and, and then, then there's like, this new guy well, then yeah and then a new thing comes in and mm-hmm. it changes it completely yeah and that um, that's good storytelling yeah you gotta you string me along just long enough and when i catch up with you you take a different direction and now i gotta catch up with you again yeah this i never caught up with them so good on them but by the time i did but then there's like, no payoff here yeah and there's no payoff yeah because um, they didn't really even answer the questions that I was asking, even through eight episodes. They didn't make it explicitly clear. So um, I have one last question before we move on. Okay. What is up with Matt Murdock, do you think? Like, where is he? Yeah, what happened? That set looks familiar. I think it was I think it was featured in the first season of Daredevil. Maybe. Isn't that the isn't that the place he lived with the nun that raised him or something after his dad died? Oh, could be. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. And I could be wrong. What I thought before that scene happened was I thought they booked it down that tunnel. Yeah. And he was going to come out of Kunlun and make his way back to New York. Yeah. Um, Because, again, the tunnel's collapsing. This is just a logic thing. The tunnel's collapsing and they're making out. Yeah. Which I get. It's climactic in a character (sighs) sense. But at the same time, like, just run down the tunnel, man. Yeah. Like, if right you're there. so in love... If don't you want to stay alive? <laughs> don't you want to stay... And don't you want to keep her alive? Yeah. So run down the tunnel. It goes in another direction. Yeah. Like, this way is definitely going to kill you. That way may kill you yeah. or may not. I was, then, I was nearly furious that right. I was like, are they killing the one person I connect to after right. this? I mean, I knew they weren't going to kill him, kill him. Yeah. But at the same time... By the way... Danny Rand said that he whispered, protect my city. I think what he really whispered was like, you're the worst superhero ever. <laughs> like, I really wanted that to be like, you're such a fucking idiot. Yeah. I don't know what you're doing. Yep. Like, that's all I wanted from that. Uh, I Yeah, I mean, there's been some speculation, including perhaps he has one amnesia. And Perhaps. doesn't know who he is or where he is or how he got there or what's going on or who right. his friends are. Right. And he's going to try and figure out what who he is and where he belongs um another thing people are speculating is that he has eyesight back that would be fucking great maybe i don't know that would be great i don't know you take away his only flaw no but i think it's great i mean listen i don't i'm not like great make it permanent but i think if you're gonna set up season three yeah and where do you go from here like season two no season three oh you mean for daredevil i'm saying oh oh, oh. uh then right then like let's do that well because people are also saying like what if they do like a charles xavier thing like uh yeah he he gets his eyesight back but all of his other stuff is gone right because he can't because he no longer needs needs, it yeah his his senses recede now yeah which i think it would be interesting yeah um how do you feel about the hand um when i say the hand i mean like the five main people you know they kept referencing 
this mysterious person. Like there, there was in the first few episodes, he kept saying like the other one is coming or what do we say to the other, Right. you know? And, um, I was like, that has to be one of two people or I'm going to be pissed. It either has to be Wilson Fisk. Right. Like I want to fucking see Vincent D'Onofrio in this series. Right. I would lose my mind if right. he appeared. He didn't. Yeah. Or stick. Oh, okay. How good would that have been? If that he he's of one the of the hand, and he's like trying to tear it down from the inside. That'd be actually really. And then it just turned out to be their their twist was that it's the dude who died in Iron Fist. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, whatever. I, mean, I don't care. That that being said, I liked those. Five, I kind of like those five characters better than I like the I re- defenders. Well, yeah, things. I really don't like what's his face though. I don't like Bukaki. What's his name? But uh, but Doku. Sudoku? <laughs> Sudoku. Yes. Bukaki Sudoku. I um, really don't like yeah, him. Yeah, no, I don't like him either. I, Madame Gal, fantastic in every, in all yes. of the series. I do like her. Sigourney um, Weaver. Sigourney Weaver was fantastic really strong. addition. The guy who didn't speak English? Great. Fucking great. The fact that everyone understands him and he understands everyone. I perfect. love that. And I like that new guy too, the like South American dude or South African, whatever yeah. whatever they said he was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I no, that's what I mean. I love that group and I wish they'd given them more specific direction. Yeah. Like as far as a character journey Same. again if they were just it choose one we want to get the essence or we want to get um back to kunlun and because what i thought they were doing is four episodes of them trying to get that essence back yeah and then they get the essence or even five like take it that's fine yeah and then give me two, two to three episodes of them trying to get back to kunlun well here's the other thing too what happens all we are told is that if they take the essence the the, the city's gonna fall right if they take all of the bones right. although they look like a lot of bones that's what i'm so saying why does it have to be at that one location that's well and also right so that must be like a pinpoint or something that maybe maybe if you take them all out at that location a domino effect occurs yeah but sigourney weaver isn't gonna just walk down there and take them right you know what i mean they're, but, they're gonna need like bulldozers and shit but here's my other thing that i just thought of now they say that that thing is like a door the thing that only iron fist can open is like a door but if the, like, okay, but but New York City has a width and a length. Right. So if you take out all of the bones and all of New York is going to crumble, couldn't you just drill on the other side? Like, essentially, so say, okay, say that that tunnel that they broke through the door headed north. Okay. Okay. So couldn't you just go to the next block and drill on the other side of the door? It's just, it's not a door, it's just a wall. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, that, I don't understand. Yeah, couldn't you just dig a hole? Couldn't maybe, you just dig a I, hole? I don't know, maybe it was built by, maybe it's encased in a dome. Right, but that's what I mean, is is that... By magical When monks. they said it's a doorway, and I'm like, oh, there's a tunnel, and I assumed that it was a tunnel to Kunlun, which means, like, that tunnel doesn't really exist right, it's in not our a, plane of reality. Right, right, it's, it's more like a gateway. Yeah, exactly. So if you drill... Like a wormhole. The, yeah, if you drilled on the other side... Nothing of that happen. tunnel. You're just d- digging in front of the door. solid. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's always it's always going to be solid right. rock. I mean, it could be that it's encased in like a magic dome. But... Sure. But again, then their plot was, let's dig out all the dinosaur bones. But my point, my point though, is that like, okay, they're like, we got to stop them right away. Right. But like, they got to get contractors down, you know? Like... Yeah, it's a whole thing. And then they, but that's, yeah. And then the defenders come down and they don't really defeat anyone. They right. defeat a bunch of thugs. And also. It's a little longer than it needs to for them. Yeah, it does. And then, then they're like, oh, now we got to get out of here. And I was like, why did you go to, because if they're blowing up the building. Yeah. Why just don't are you go going, down. just blow up the building? Just, yeah, just leave them down there. Yeah. Just, why go in the elevator? If you have the C4, the big bag of yeah, explosive yeah. that was on a timer. Yeah. Set the just timer. Do it. Put it in the elevator, hit down, walk out the door. Yeah. Elevator just goes on down, calmly goes down. Yeah, I mean, if the doorway is magic and only the Iron Fist can get in, then the the bones will be... Although, Danny Rand was already down there, right? He was, and he had opened the door because she took his fist and pressed it against it or whatever. there are going to be casualties. (laughs) Yeah, but that's... Yeah, they were like, we got to save Danny. And I'm like... Do you? I get, like, I get that. But then take the C4 with you. And just get Danny. And then just... Yeah, that actually would have been a cooler ending if, like, Danny jumped at the same time that, like, Jessica Jones threw the bag. Right. And they just passed each other. Yeah, just exchange it and then get the fuck out of there. Yeah. It actually almost would have been better if the bones were treated as a MacGuffin. Like, I almost would have rather not known what was behind the door. If they were just, like, 
we have to get behind this door. You know that it's something bad if the hand needs it. Right. And like, the tension is, it's more, uh, more, there's more anxiety in what's behind that door. Right. If you well, don't but know. But that's the thing. They kind of did that where they were like, what's behind the door? What's behind the door? And then he presses the fist and it explodes. And then the last shot of that episode is him lying in the dinosaur bones. Yeah. And then the next episode... There's just, like, no mention of the fact... I keep saying dinosaur. It's dragon bones. It doesn't matter. Um, But the next episode, there's really not much mention of dragons. They're like, oh, these were beasts that roamed the Earth, like, years ago. Danny, you killed one, remember? And that's it. Yeah, Yeah, and Danny's like, oh, yeah, dragons. I've come in contact with them. And that's pretty much it. And again, nobody else shows up and is like, holy shit, what the... What is this? Yeah. And he's and then he has to explain it or anything. They just like roll in and don't make any notice of the fact that the tunnel is ribbed with dragon bones. <laughs> for her pleasure. For her pleasure. Yeah. It's and certainly not for ours. No, it's not great. It's good, but it's not great. And it's it's good, but when you have a defender's thing and you're building up it's that tapping coming through. <laughs> Sorry, when you have when you make something like the defenders and you've been spending all this time building towards it, you better be really fucking clear on what you're yeah. building towards. Well, and also like the Avengers was it has to be the best one. The yeah. Avengers was the best, and it's uh, not. Justice would, League is probably going to be the best just by by default. By default, yeah. But like I, I would rather watch Daredevil season two or I would one. Rather watch, Jessica Jones one. Uh, yeah, I would rather watch Luke Cage all over again. Yeah. Um. Iron Fist is really the only one I think is worse. It's worse. Yeah, yeah, it is. And that's because it has 13 episodes, so it goes on for a couple more hours. Jesus. But yeah. all of them have 13 episodes. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, compared to Defenders, that has eight. Yeah. But even, even I mean, look, man, it's it's really that, like, at least in Defenders, he's only a quarter of it. Yeah. Um, and he's the whole shebang. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I agree with you. I'd yeah. say, so here's what I'd say. I'd say the writing... Man, they should have gotten different writers. I don't know what went wrong there, but man, they fucked that up. Direction is really good. Um, Finn Jones is still not great. Yeah. It's a little nicer that people are calling him out on his bullshit, but it's yeah. still not great. The other actors are all on point. Every single person, there isn't a weak link among the rest of them. Right. Um, what else? Costumes are great. Special yeah. effects are pretty good. I, you know, and we've been shitting on it a lot, and I don't think that we've said anything that isn't, true or apparent um i liked this series i didn't love it i liked it i thought it was pretty bad maybe part of me needs to watch it kind of like more in a binge fashion maybe like a little closer together yeah um again i think that i think that initially they set up something really good and then they just didn't follow through with it well the hard thing for me like it's hard for me to recommend this for anyone because with all of the other shows, mm-hmm. there is something I can point to and say, this is worth watching. Yeah, even if for nothing else, this is worth watching. Like, if for nothing else, the second season of Daredevil is worth worth paying to see, you should get Netflix to see John Bernthal be the Punisher. Yep, um, Jessica Jones, David Tennant, you know, the two of them and their yep. chemistry and their the, the horrible anxiety and the tension between the two of them is fantastic. Luke Cage, just for the soundtrack The alone. music is amazing. Yep. And even his characterization um, of that, that persona. Right. Um, and uh, his relationships with other characters mm. and, uh, right. and that sort of thing. And it's also Rosario Dawson's first real big turn as a main character. Yes. Um, you know, all of them I have something I can point to that's like, this is worth it. Right. Um, even um, Iron Fist, there's a great... Did you did you end up seeing all of it? I did. Because when we reviewed it, we, you had seen it The one where he goes um, to the with the drunken kung fu. Yeah. yeah. That scene is amazing. Even the episode where he, goes, where he has to like go through each... The different... tournament? Yeah. The I tournament. thought it was fine. Yeah. I thought it could have been better. But, but I wouldn't point even, to that even... and say, that's worth seeing this whole series for. That's at least one episode where we go, if you watch no other episode, just watch that one because it's got a lot of fighting and it's... I, I see. I would but say I the one, the one with the drunken boxer, where he just stumbles across this seemingly crazy homeless man, yes. and it turns out to be the the number one fighter right, for right, Madame right, Gao right, is right. really interesting. Right. That is worth seeing the show for. Um, there's nothing in this, yeah, that I can point to because we've either a seen it already, 
Well, it's just nothing crazy. Right. Like, but that's what I mean. Like, that hallway scene is great, but it's literally a hallway scene. And, yeah, we've and seen, seen it seen in that. every single series before yeah. it. Um, and I get, like, you're trying to build towards that because that's kind of a trademark or something. Yeah. Now, and it's cool. And it's cool. Uh, I would say Charlie Cox in it is he really displays his best acting that we've yeah. seen so far. But, but again, that's not that's not still like, not something that's revolutionary and yeah. groundbreaking for Netflix. Exactly. And like I said, it's not to me this series it's not bad, it's just boring. Yeah. It's and bland. It's bland. It's yeah, it's very kind of run of the mill. You needed Wilson Fisk or John Bernthal to just come in with a minigun at some point. Yeah. Um cool. Want to want to go on to reading assignments? Sure. All right. Um, so a while back, I gave you a reading assignment in anticipation of a film. Um, so we're going to kind of do a second review of a new, of a film in addition to this reading, in combination with this reading assignment. Uh, I gave you. Um, I'm going to try and do this in the right order. Rise of the Planet of the Apes and Dawn of Planet of the Apes in hopes that you would go see War for Planet of the Apes. Um, so I'm interested. I really like this series. I know you do. I know you... And I have a feeling that you do not. We... I'm worried that we are going to end the podcast today. Okay. I, uh... It was rough. All right, let's start with... All right, let's take this one movie at a time real quick. Rise of the Planet of the Apes, the so James Franco one. Is that is that what they are? Are you positive that that's the order? I'm pretty sure I've got them over here. Let me grab them. Yeah, grab them. I can edit this part out. So, yeah, you were right. Okay. Rise is the first one. Dawn is the second one. Okay. So Rise of the Planet of the Apes is the first one. Thoughts on that one? I think it's the best one of the three. Really? Yes. Um, Why? There's a little more... There's more variety in the acting. Okay. It's more localized amongst just a very small handful of characters who are all very different and interesting. Okay. Um, Caesar is a very interesting, developing, changing character throughout the entire arc of that movie. Okay. He changes a lot, drastically. I mean, more than probably any other character in any other film ever. He goes from literally a baby monkey. (laughs) Yeah. To basically a person. Um, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter we also get aren't chimpanzees types of monkeys probably so we also get james franco's doing a little bit of phoning it in but he's fine um and you get john lithgow i was gonna say john lithgow's really interesting from what i've heard he doesn't give a great performance of what alzheimer's and dementia actually are yeah he's a little wackier then usually it's a little yeah. scarier, yeah, angrier, yeah. But this is like you know, he's more just like, oh, I'm, I'm trying, I'm failing, you right. know, as opposed to like aggressive, right? Um, but you know, it's an interesting character. They do have that one scene with the nurse though, where he's like, yes, you, you're, she's stealing from right, him, da, da, da. yes. Um, but most of that is from her part, right? Like we mostly see her reacting, and she's like, "I can't do this anymore." He's crazy, and she runs oh, off. Yeah, yeah, and we yeah, do yeah. see a little bit of him, but it's it's mostly her reaction yeah. that we see. Um, and I like that there is. I really like the um, incentive. There's something very personal about James Franco's desire to get his dad back. Okay, um, that I feel. You know, yes. I get it. Okay. And that is very um, personal. Mm-hmm. And it's something he, he feels is within his grasp. Okay. He can reach out. He just has to do it. Okay. Um, and he finally, it turns out he's wrong. Okay. So what about Dawn of the Planet of the Apes? <sighs> Dawn of the Planet of the Apes is interesting. Um, uh, it, it's, it's, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't, it's, it's. Very generic in its pack mentality. You know, there's two sides. Right. Um, and then there's the humans as well. Like, it starts to get a little more muddled. There's three different sets of things. He's just trying to, like, live his life. I feel like it could all be avoided if he just... Like, he knows the humans. And, you know, you can tell that these people... Like, they already... You're talking co- about Caesar. Yes. Okay. They, you already could have... 
the the humans already could have killed a number of monkeys. I think they do by accident at one point, and that's where he like loses his mind. Right. Um, but they they drop their guns immediately. They're like, "We're so sorry. Yeah. We didn't mean to do this. We just want to do this one thing, and we'll be on our way." And then he sort of lets them do it, but then he doesn't let them finish. This all could have been avoided. He's trying to practice. Um, acceptance and tolerance and forgiveness but he also doesn't it's very wishy-washy on the fence Um, he's also like no get out Um, whereas this all could have been avoided if he had just done it yes Um, and then there's the guy who thinks well you're not being harsh enough the monkey Um, I always want to say Kato Kubo it might be Um, uh, but, but you know then there's a there's a splitting up where he takes over for the... the uh, I don't really understand why there's... Like, they do set up rules and then they follow those rules. But I don't really understand why... Like, there's something about... Like, okay, he fell. So they're, they're, they're just going to follow the leader. And if you take out the leader, then anyone can just step up and do it. Koba. Koba. Like, thank you. Um, what, did you thank me? You said it. <laughs> just in general. You thank yourself. the world. Self a pat on the back. Sure. But, you know, it's it just... A lot of it doesn't make sense to me. Like, again, they establish these rules and then they follow them, which is good. Right. Um, because I've seen movies where they set up rules and then they don't follow them and it's the worst. Sure. But I don't quite understand where these rules come from. Okay. Gary Oldman's motivation also doesn't make much sense. Right. Um, there's a lot again there's a lot of times where like a human can be like no no look here's what happened yeah when instead he's like instead he's just like i'm gonna point a gun at you right don't move <laughs> when there's there's yeah. time for him to be like no no so here's the deal right we've been staying with these guys they're gonna try and overthrow the other set that's doing this to the city we've right. just gotta wait look give me an hour if it goes if it goes to the wayside yeah. we'll blow it up yeah. like that'll be fine um okay so what about war for planet of the apes here we go man okay uh for starters, three different groups of people walked out during that movie. Wow. When I saw it. Okay. I was not one of them. Okay. Um, I wanted to at times. Okay. I felt like it was really bad. Um, I, it was so overdramatic and over the top. I didn't really relate to any character in it. Sure. Um, I, you know, sort of Woody Harrelson, I guess, but he's also an asshole, so... Yeah, eh. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, it was, it was, I, you know, you know what I think really pushed it over the edge for me? Sure. Was the, the Dobby monkey. Oh, the, Played um, by, um, famous actor. Yes. Whose name I can't remember. Yep. Now I'm gonna look look it up. I'll look it up. Keep going. Um, he's just so obnoxious. Okay. And like, he's, he's just like, I'm doing my best. Dobby. I just got that reference. Yeah. He looks like Dobby and he's like, he talks like Dobby. Steve Zahn? Steve Zahn. Thank you. Before I even got it. Yeah. Good job. Um, yeah, it's not good. Like that character is really annoying. I, I don't, you know, it's, it's a, it's a plot device to give this disease that's coming about. Right. Um, I, I don't know. And then and then all of a sudden, like, it's also a plot device that, like, pardon me. <laughs> I mean, apparently they agree. It's it's also a plot device that, like, the rest of the of humanity comes to fight the other part of humanity right. and accidentally all kill themselves. Yeah. And now we're at the start from the 60s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. I, let me start from the beginning. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of bounce off of you. Uh, what you said about Rise is really interesting. That actually gives me a new look on Rise. Sure. Um, I I like Rise. Yeah. Um, you know, there are good things about it. There are generic things about it, I yeah. think, as well. Um, but the idea that it's the best because it, it kind of has... the You like the personal aspect of, of James Franco's character. It's really compelling also the 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 incentives as well that like right, there's a really like the motivations yeah the motivations like are yeah. very clear to me whereas yeah. with like the second one i'm like i don't really know why anyone is doing See, anything. that's the thing is i actually love dawn the best yeah I think you the had second said that one's actually there's, the well i was gonna say as well um the second two and the first one are apples and oranges like they're very different like yes, the first movie are. is not an action movie and the second one definitely definitely is. is and i but i i think what i like about dawn is that it really does i think it it is trying and I think it does accomplish 
what it sets out to do and that to be kind of a, a parable of sorts about about um, war and about what we do to ourselves and and for the how, sake of war. for the sake of whatever for the sake of power just or, winning or just winning or yeah. whatever um, and I think it accomplishes that nicely. I, I do also think it kind of ups the idea of what a summer blockbuster movie can be in playing with a lot of different themes and a, dif- and a lot of different colors um, as far as, you know, the, the Coba Caesar conflict on top of the human ape conflict. Right. You know, there's an internal struggle there and two different philosophies of how to handle a conflict and how right. to handle each other. Well, and it's you. I remember and you how mentioning, we co-occupy this this space. I remember you telling me that it's um, a similar parable to Professor Xavier and Magneto, which yes. is that the two of them are comparable to uh, Malcolm X and Martin Luther King Jr. Right, they're trying to achieve the same goal through two very different means. Yes, um, war. I agree with you on. I think they that it was. There were times when I, I was. I enjoyed it. Let me say this. I enjoyed it overall the same way I enjoy a lot of summer blockbuster movies, but not the same way You're I You're like, enjoy. not at all. But not, <laughs> but not the same way I enjoy these movies, which yeah. is with a little something deeper. Yes, I was going to say there's a subtlety that is very much missing from the third from one. From the third one. It's very straightforward. It is just... You killed and, my family. I'm killing you. I'm killing the you. End. And some of that... And at certain times, that's compelling. I think there's also a lot of them trying to um, get... Like you said, to the beginning of um, of the 1968 one, or at least lay the groundwork on like yeah. we really got to start marrying these two two series together, right? And this has to happen in this one movie right. because we haven't really done it at all, yeah. In the other two, well, there is an interesting parable as well between Caesar and. Woody Harrelson, whatever okay. the fuck his name is. Yeah. That is... Um, both, I like to think that General is literally just Woody Harrelson. Yep. That both of their families have been murdered by the other party. Yeah. Right. And I In love, a way. And I like that. And like I said, there are there are tiny little aspects. But I was going to say, they, still... they ruin it, though, because instead of... instead, of, I feel like there should have they should have found an ending, and I don't know what this ending is, but with right. a little bit of thought, I'm sure we could come up with one, where an immovable object has been met with an unstoppable force right where they are the same person and you just they can't take each other out yes. which maybe that is what they did and that's why he takes himself out yeah um, i get what you're saying but one side wins which i guess has to happen but it, it's it feels very forced i get to what, me. yes i understand because they totally. are two sides of the same coin yeah. or perhaps one of my favorite phrases from rosencrantz and guildenstern are dead by tom stoppard the same side of two coins yes i yeah i agree with you and it, the I remember watching the movie and seeing that other army come up and then they like fight. And initially it was like, oh, twist. And then because it was just like a gut reaction. Yeah. And then when I walked out, I was like, that was kind of lame. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. It, it was just kind of, it wasn't even lame. It was just on the nose. Yes. It was really on the nose of like, yeah, yeah we destroy each other and that's how the apes survive. They, they put a nice little button on it. Yeah. Whereas in. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, they talk about how, like, they receded into the woods and, like, let man fend for himself. Yeah. And they haven't seen them in, like, ten years. Yeah. And chances are they're all dead. Men don't like, even you necessarily... You could have just done that again. Yeah, You could exactly. have just receded back into the woods. Uh, men, man doesn't even... Isn't even sure that they exist. Right. At the um, beginning of that movie. And so, War, like I said, it was a good blockbuster movie, but it didn't... It kind of lost some of the depth that these other two movies yeah. had. Well, it's interesting, too, because... The first movie, another thing I really like about it is I, I've actually seen the first, first one from the 60s. I haven't seen right. the whole trilogy, but I, I really liked it growing up. And uh, the first of the new ones, um, the James Franco one, Rise, um, has a woven storyline, uh, has little checkpoints of that. Right. Um, there's a part where he looks at the TV and, and the Icarus. A, this, yeah. yeah, the yeah, spaceship is Yeah, it does little going, things, a little nods nice. that it's like, it's gonna come. Right. We're, this is where we're building. Whereas um, War was all about just go, 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 like, go, go. Oh, by the way, we have to we have to match it to this movie. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, the girl showing up, which was right. compelling. Yes. But between that and like 
the disease that takes their right. thing away. Again, all of it. It all I'm felt watching, like very forced. Yeah. The, while I'm watching the first time, I was like, oh, yeah, that because then in the thing. Yeah. And then I walked away and I was like, yeah, but it was that was really like, yeah, it was ham fisted yeah. to try and go, okay, we got to get this. We got to move this series like closer to this. It's thing. like when you're watching uh, The Phantom Menace and you're like, oh, man, is Obi-Wan going to die? And yeah. then you're like, oh, no, he's no, not. He's not going to die. <laughs> yeah. Um, they, I think they are planning another. Another series link. of films. Oh, I think series. it's going to be another Jesus. trilogy. I think there. I think their idea is like one more trilogy before it actually. Wow. Like Rogue One up to yeah, the yeah. to the other one. I think it's his son or something. Jeez. I'm not sure. Don't quote me on that. Yeah. But I know that they they want to keep going with this series of films. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, listen, a bad, a bad movie of movie of these films is still kind of better than a lot of some of the other movies yeah, that they put definitely. out. So I'm not against it. Yeah. I'm not like, yeah, this is where they jump the shark. Like, I, I would never recommend War. Um, I wouldn't recommend War on its own. If they're like, what do you think of the Planet of the Apes series? I'm like, yeah, go ahead and watch them all. That's fine. I wouldn't. But I wouldn't be like, I'd say watch oh, the first just three. watch War on its own. That's fine. That's I, all you I need. would say if either of the first two are on TV, watch them. Yeah. I wouldn't pay any money to see them. If war comes on, just change the channel. Yeah, that's what that's, I would say. That's fair. I'm not. I don't agree, but I'm not so against it that I like will argue with it. You know what's another thing I liked about Rise that I just remembered and I'd forgotten. You know who's great in that? Tom Felton. Tom Felton is the guy that. Yeah, yeah, the, the mean, the, the asshole who works at the place, yes. and Brian Cox. Brian Cox, out, yeah, out of nowhere, it's really good. Both of them are great yeah. together, and they're out of nowhere. Like I was like, "Holy shit, is yep. that Brian Cox?" Yes, it is. You know, and the the other movies don't really have that. Like Gary Oldman, you know, he's in it, and he's a main character, but right. there's no one else really in that movie. That and pops then, up, and you're like, oh, and it's shit, the same. The same with Woody Harrelson. There's there's no one else really who just pops up, right. except I guess sort of Steve Zahn, but it's not quite the same. Yeah. Um, you know who I mean I'll, I'll say it the the only reason to watch War and probably the best part of all three give Andy Serkis an Oscar already right he's fantastic he is fantastic through all of these yeah and he really like the, his performance in War for all of its faults carries you through that well and you can tell that it's how good he is because he's in a box right. with a microphone right you know, and like some dots on his on forehead. His face. Yeah. Um, and maybe maybe they're all on a green screen somewhere, and he's interacting with all of them together. But right. you know, for the most part, that yeah, that movie is not worthy of him. He he deserves much better yeah. than that. Movie. But the character, I mean, the character that they—that is the one thing about War that they did really well is yeah. Caesar's arc and his performance. I will say his performance in the second one. I I would say his performance is the best in that one than right. out of all three right uh, in in dawn yes yeah I, and that's what i mean i think that's one of the reasons i like dawn the best like when he's like bleeding out on a couch and stuff like that and talking right. to his son it's really great great yeah. emotional scenes yeah, yeah they the uh, i do again this series even the worst ones are better than yeah most movies that they put out and it's because they built this great this really great character in caesar yeah they've taken something that should not be as good as it really is. Um, and and done something really good with it. Well, and this trilogy as well is all about him. Yeah, it starts yeah. at his birth and ends at his death. And ends at his death. Yeah. Spoilers. Whatever. Yeah. Fuck I it. mean, yeah. But I literally just mean. told everyone listening not to watch it. So Fair enough. <laughs> um, cool. Uh, do you have anything for me as a reading assignment? You didn't even think ahead to this, did you? No, you we forgot we do this. We actually talked about it. I was talking about uh, recommending I'm not there. The hard part is all my shit is in boxes because I moved to Jersey. Okay, how about we do this? No, all right. Because fine. I unpacked a handful of comics that I had read okay. that you have not. Okay. So I've got to go over. And You're gonna pick one right now. Pick one. This is exciting. I know. This is what fucking podcasting is all about. Is it fucking suspense? Oh no shit. Yeah, I did see that on the top. I I actually thought that's what. Are you just bringing that over to yeah. me right now? Just gonna give that to me in a disc form. What if I break it or something? You wanna find it somewhere? No, I'd rather just have the disc. Here, just put it in one of. The, yeah, I'll put it in one of those cases. So uh, we haven't actually mentioned it, but um, okay. on on your way over here, we had gotten started talking about 
we started talking about Richard Gere, and then that led us to or Heath Ledger. Or it's, I don't know Heath Ledger. It was Heath Ledger. Um, and his final movies, and one of them is a movie called "I'm Not There," which is a metaphysical biopic about. I almost jokingly said the late great Bob Dylan, but he's still alive. Um, yeah, but if you've if you've seen him perform lately, <laughs> well, I used he's to. Still late, I used to joke Dylan. that yeah, I used to joke that they um you know he actually died twenty years ago. They dug him up, put a stick up his ass, and like got a got an old police siren from the back. Sure. So they bounce him around and run the police siren, and you hear whoa, uh, nice, nice burn. Um, I love Bob Dylan, but this movie, Kate Blanchett's amazing in it. Um. You know, lots of good... Uh, and there's actually one character we didn't talk about. There's an actor who is very famous who's in it who looks very different. And we'll talk about that. Okay. He's great. Um, and yeah, it's it's uh, it's an interesting movie. Cool. Watch it. We'll talk about it. All right. Awesome. That's uh, that's it. That's we, it. We did it. I, we did it. We did it again. I, I really have to pee. Pure gold. Should I always. bring the mic into the bathroom and pee? I think you should bring the toilet into here and pee. This is why you're a revolutionary. Yeah. You gotta think outside the box. You gotta think or outside the... Or does the box think outside me? Amazing. Yeah. Did it again. Gotta think outside the toilet. Yep. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Andrew. Get, what, hey, Andrew. What, what, hey, Andrew. what, 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 um, what in the butt? Where can they find us? Well, they can find us sitting on this couch right in this living room. Yeah, why don't you come on over, you lazy bastards? <laughs> why do we have to set this up every single time we want to talk to you assholes? So they can find us on Twitter.com where our handle is at Media Lunch Break. They can also find us on Facebook by searching for us. We're on YouTube. Subscribe to us on YouTube because uh, we're going to start giving out free stuff as free soon as we stuff. get 100 subscribers. I'm not sure how many we're at now. We keep getting more Twitter subscribers even though we've been off the air for like three months. That's the power of our yep. whatever. Our power, the power of our power. We're also on SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break. If you feel like chipping in a couple extra bucks. Come on, who's it going to hurt? Um, actually, you might not even have to because I've never updated it and I have to update it in order to get any money. So you could, you know, roll the dice and see what happens. Give her a shot. We're on Patreon.com slash The Media Lunch Break. You can also listen to us and give us some reviews or stars or however that works. Uh, I think Bitcoins on iTunes or Google Play Music. And uh, you can also, there's two more, you can email us at uh, themedialunchbreak at gmail.com or uh, feel free to give us some, I think they call them in the, the kids these days, call them hits on our website, Ooh. which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Nicely done. Did it all by your lonesome. And as a reminder, I think we mentioned this on the episode last week, we're going to be at Comic-Con in New York on October 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th. Yes. We're going to be giving out free stuff. We've got a ton of it. Trust me, I'm filling a bag every day and it's so heavy. We're going to be asking trivia questions. We're going to have games. We're going to just come up to random people. If you recognize us, please come up to us. And tell us how the fuck you did that. Yep. We're going to we're gonna release a game, though, that you guys can play that's going to be able to let you win. Um, it's called Macer Prize. You're either going to come up to me and talk to me, and I'm either going to be so happy that you recognize me, I'm going to give you a prize, or I'm going to be so scared of you, I'm going to mace you in the face. We might want to come up with a different game. I thought you were going to say a different name. Mason, you're like, I like the game, but Macer Prize is not is not not great. Yeah, that's the part that needs revamping. It does. No, we're going to have different games. We're going to have lots of games. We're going to have one game. We're going to have a game, but it's going to be good. See, I like the idea of we're going to do trivia as we're well. Gonna do we're trivia just going to find well. random people yep. and be like... Do you want to answer a trivia question to win a thing? Yep. Uh, but we do have at least one really fun game in mind. It's going to be good. Yeah. Keep an ear out. I almost said eye out, but we're mostly audio. Uh, we're probably also going to do a lot more stuff on YouTube. I'm planning on like actually putting up video at some point, Ooh. like especially at, at New York Comic Con. It's gonna yeah, be, we can... We're not quite sure how we would bring a microphone into the computer, so it might be easier to just take video of us doing sure, stuff. Sure, sure. Um, so, again, subscribe there because yeah. we're going to do more there. Yeah, yeah, check us out there. Uh, and again, check us out at Comic-Con 5th, 6th, 7th, and 8th of October. That's a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Oh, also, Sunday. I think last last week we made a joke about not having our grinder set up yet. It's because I still haven't, as of recording this, set up, like, I haven't posted the ones that where we joke about that and I'm, you know, gonna make a poll at some I point. I really want to get this grinder going. Well, we don't know that it's a grinder yet. They're gonna vote Ooh, on it. Because right. there was Bernie, Bernie what Singles. We- what is it? Ber- yeah. Bernie Singles, yes. which was the Bernie Sanders dating site. Yes. I think Tinder was one. Tinder was definitely okay, one Cupid. Yeah. I think Christian Mingle. There's like a farmer one as well. Yeah. Oh, so who knows? It could be any of those. Okay. I just I think we're just assuming Grinder because it's gonna be Grinder. More good. people are gonna vote for Grinder, yeah. right? But it, listen, never give up the the 
hope for a dark horse, Kevin. That's true. I I think as well. If we do grinder, we should put we should upload our picture and say we're in an open relationship. Fine with me. Like of both of us. Yeah, that's good. I'm good with that. That's pretty funny. Yeah. All right, that's gonna do it. Yeah, that's um, it. We, next we week did we're it. gonna come back and have more news, and then we'll talk about a thing, and I don't even know what it is. Yeah, but we'll talk about that DVD as well. Yeah, well that too. Yeah. All right. Is that the end? Yeah, I think it's the end. Who can really tell? Is it? Is it really ever the end, Andrew? Do you think Bob Dylan will ever die? No. He'll probably be dead by the time I put this up on SoundCloud. That's going to be really weird for you. And really funny for me. Do you think by putting this up on SoundCloud you're going to kill Bob Dylan? Oh my god. I mean, I didn't. But now? Well, there's only one thing to do now. We have to kill Bob Dylan.